Well, good evening, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the midweek motivation. Again, I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today's show is sponsored by Anchor.fm. If you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. So this evening on Midweek Motivation, I'm going to be talking about trusting God for the one. This being Valentine's week, uh, this coming Friday. And um, yeah, I want to go ahead and get into that topic of finding the one or waiting on the one and allowing God to send the one. So sit back and enjoy this word of encouragement on Wove Inspirations, the Midweek Motivation. you guys thank you so much again for tuning into wove inspirations midweek motivation and this is my first solo episode wow this it's been a while since i've done a solo episode i've been doing a lot of interviews and everything and if you haven't checked those out you can check those out on my monday morning motivation as well as monday motivation interviewed a a whole lot of people over in the last two years and It's been a major blessing for me, but I thought I would try to do something new in 2020. Let's get it started, and I'm going to start using my voice. Yes, I decided to go ahead and do that. So I'm going to go ahead and get started on the topic for this evening. This being Valentine's Day, this Friday, I wanted to touch on the topic of trusting God for the one So, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up on Friday, you're going to see a whole bunch of couples doing a, you know, going out, eating dinner and things of that sort. And most of the time you see, or with couples, you'll, some couples will plan ahead of time for that special day, or you might have some couples that are really adventurous and, you know, will decide at the last minute what they want to do on Valentine's Day. And then you have some who, where most of the time it's the husband or the boyfriend, will wait to the very last minute or even the millisecond to find that that gift. Or they just get whatever's left and say, hey, here you go. Happy Valentine's Day, which is kind of messed up. But you know, hey, it's the thought that counts, right? So, but you have to look at it that, you know, thousands of dollars are being spent each year buying candy and flowers and cards and chocolate. And all of this is just to say, I love you, which it should be something that's said almost every day or even almost every minute, especially for the one that you love. But, you know, around this time of year... When it comes to singles, Valentine's is just either a a love or it's a load. And for some single men and women, it can be depressing or discouraging because, you know, everybody has somebody, but you have nobody, or so it seems. So when I was single, 
many, many years ago, I dreaded Valentine's Day. I'm just going to be real. I, I, at one point I hated it because you would see all these different couples, you know, lovey-dovey on each other and getting gifts and candy and things of that sort. And I didn't really have a whole lot of that going on. I always came across maybe someone who had the potential of being a Valentine, but ultimately it ended up being a, a dud. And um, there were some times where on Val- when Valentine's Day would come up, um, I would fear that I was going to be alone. And so, you know, envying everyone around me made me feel like I would never, ever meet the one But eventually the one did come into my life and we spent 18 years together celebrating love every single day. So who is the one? What does this person actually look like? Well, although we, uh, well, although I'm looking at this from the standpoint of a woman's point of view, some of these things that I'm going to be talking about are actually going to apply to men as well. But typically when women are looking for the one, at least when I remember looking for the one, I looked for the typical tall, dark, and handsome. Um, He had to have a sense of humor for sure. He had to have some kind of goals and dreams, ambition, something going going on for him. And of course he had to have some kind of job because I wasn't going to be paying for everything, especially on no date. And, you know, at least have something in common with you and share some beliefs with you. The beliefs part is very important, especially if you're a Christian for sure. But here's the problem with looking at the exterior of a person. The looks of that individual can be very, very, very deceiving. So I'm currently finishing up my manuscript for an upcoming book project, and I'm the co-author of a book called I Am a Black Woman, Next Level. And in that book, I actually talk about some of the single aspects of my life where I came across a lot of jokers. And so my definition of a joker is basically a guy who neither took our relationship very seriously or this person did not have my best interest at heart. And so to get more details about that part of my life, you're definitely going to have to purchase the book, which will be coming out in August. But one of the things that I did experience is that um, there were guys that would actually, around Valentine's Day, their only goal was to get the cookie. And me having the type of personality that I had back then, I essentially would would give it to them. Now, if you have children, let me let me put this on pause. If you have children listening to this podcast, you may want to have them step out of the room because yeah, we're gonna this is this is transparent time, and um, I'm gonna share just a little bit about my personality as well as my experience back in the day as a single. So, being a single person, I I I settled. I would see a nice looking guy and think, hey, if I did whatever it was I needed to do that I got his attention and lo and behold, it always worked. But it left me empty 
and void and I still ended up not having the Valentine person that I wanted to to have in my life and so I was never able to find the one in my life and so you really can't determine whether that person is the one based on how they look because it always takes the right circumstances for the right person to come out and what I mean by that is it could be this awesome looking guy. He's got it going on. He drives a whatever, a Bentley or whatever. Nice looking guy, has a business, whatever, whatever. But then a right circumstance comes about. And that right circumstance could be, I don't know, you have a disagreement on something. And then, you know, there's an attitude. And then... He gets a little loud and then, well, you know where I'm going. It could be that that nice looking guy that you were gawking at and everything ends up being some kind of guy that basically has the potential of hurting you and he ain't, he ain't worth it. He's not worth it at all. And so you cannot ever go based on the looks or the exterior of that individual because there's always a circumstance that will come up that will reveal the true nature of that individual. And when the circumstances or situations take place, wherever it is or whatever it is, if the man or woman doesn't live up to your expectations, then you're left with a fuss, you know, frustrated, you're feeling hurt and possibly go into depression. And I'd really hate for that to happen because trust and believe it is not a, a, not a fun thing. And it's a, not a good thing either because been there, done that. So how do you find the one you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked me. So you don't find the one you're not the one that's supposed to find and I'm speaking to my, my ladies, my, my female friends, my female listeners, my queens out there. You are not supposed to be trying to find the one. I cannot emphasize that enough. And I'm going to back it up with scripture because, yes, I am a true believer in Jesus Christ. And I got to tell the truth for real. You are not the ones that are supposed to be looking for the one. The one is usually someone who's the opposite from your personality or someone you already know. And a lot of times that person that you already know, you're not looking at that person a certain way. You're not looking at them as if he could be the one or he could be someone you can spend your life with. It usually ends up being someone that you've been best friends with you just been kicking it with and y'all just been, you know, just really good friends. It could be a coworker that, you know, you all work really, really well together, never thought about dating or anything like that. You just, you guys just work together really well. But then all of a sudden there can be a time where this light just comes on in your eyes are like wide open and whatever. And all of a sudden you're looking at this person just a little bit different. But the bottom line is the only way that the one will find you is if God sends the right one to you 
at the right time. Let me say that again. The only way that the one will come to you is if God sends him to you at the right time and at the right place. There is an appointed time for everything. It's in Ecclesiastes. There is a time and place for everything. And there is even a time and place for God to send the one to you. So here's a scripture. And I'm going to be giving a couple of scriptures as well. But here's the scripture that I'm going to share with you guys to let you know that it is not you that's supposed to be finding him on Facebook, um, in the club or on these many 50 billion different websites that they have or apps or whatever. It is not you that's supposed to be finding the one. According to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22, it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And that's the new King James version. The Holman Christian Standard Bible says, A man who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So you, first of all, have to realize, ladies, queens, you are a good treasure. You have to know who you are and whose you are. As a woman, as a woman of God, as a child of God, God knows that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Why? Because he created you from the beginning, from before the time that you were even born, before, while you were in your mother's womb, he made you and he knew who you would be. And so when you were born and everything and through circumstances and situations, things change, mindsets change, circumstances happen in life, um, Many, a lot of things happen in life. And so there is a time where we have to work on becoming the treasure that God had predestined us for us to be. And it takes a process. And, and so it's, it, it may be a slow process, but there may be some things that we have to go through, unfortunately, to get rid of the, the muck and the grime and all of this other little things that we've gone through in life in order for us to become the diamond that God wanted us to be. God wants us to be. And so in the process of becoming that diamond, God is also preparing that one person for you to find you. And when he finds you, he is going to be the one that God has sent. God will send that right person for you. Now, it's usually, like I said, it's not going to be the one that you're expecting because, you know, we tend to look at the exterior and that's all we, we look at. That's our first impression. But God looks at the heart and that's where we should be looking at the heart, at the, 
at the 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 soul of that individual when when you're talking to him it's like man he's real interesting i'm not really sure about him but you know i'm just going to keep having a conversation with him and you'll start to discover that when that one does come and he finds you your eyes will be wide open and you will definitely see and know that he is the one so ladies you shouldn't be looking for the one. The one whom God has for you will find you. But the one thing that you should be doing and you must do is redirect your focus on the one, which is God, because he knows you best. I mean, he is the manufacturer of, of us. He created us. And so who better to ask for direction and guidance on how to be prepared for the one than going to the ultimate one. Amen. So one of the things that I highly suggest is that you simply love God first, get to know God first. So here are a few suggestions on what to do while you wait for God to send the one. Number one, go to God. Simple as that. That he again is your source. He is the one that knows everything. In fact, he is the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. And he is meeting you in the middle where he wants to get to know you and he wants you to get to know him as well. According to Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 it says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you." So when you're seeking God for understanding, for wisdom on which direction to go in how to wait and handling, waiting on God to send the one, you're also discovering, you're going to start discovering who you are. And God is going to, I believe, reveal some things about you that you didn't know. And during that time that you are discovering who you are and whose you are, you are also preparing yourself for the one that he wants to send to you. So the second thing that you should be doing or you should do while you're waiting on God to send the one is to talk to God about it. And Matthew's chapter 11, verse 24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So you need to have a conversation about God about about God, about the, the person that you're looking for. And when you're believing for God to send the one, you want God to be the one that is in control of the whole situation. Because if you're sitting here negotiating with God about, you know, the type of person that you're wanting instead of allowing him to send the right one to you, um, you you might be disappointed because trust and believe there have been a lot of disappointments in my life 
thinking that I, I had the one that God sent me and it, he ended up being one of those jokers that I mentioned earlier. So it behooves you to have a constant conversation with, with God about who you're looking for and, and also asking God to help you to be prepared for that person that he sends allow him to mold and shape and and maybe even remake your personality there may be some things that you really need to work out before he's able to send the right one to you it's he don't want to send you any junk he wants to send the best he wants to he wants you to have the best because you again are a queen and don't you forget that The next thing I think that you should do is get to know God. Psalms 37, chapter chapter 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So in any relationship that you are in, whether it's with your parents or or even in your dating, even if you're dating right now, but you're really not sure, about this person, you you still need to communicate. You need to really start having conversations with that person. And in building a relationship, you have to communicate. And it's the same way as with God. You have to communicate with him. You have to get to know him on a one-on-one basis. Um, I always tell people that when I have a conversation with God, it's like God is in front of me. Um, you, you might even see me while I'm driving in my car looking like I'm talking to myself, but I'm having a conversation with, with God because I I want to know more about him and I want him to reveal some things about myself as well. So I want to be delighted in, in spending time with, with God And I know that he will hear my heart and grant me the desires of my heart. And he will do that for you as well as you draw closer to him. Now, I should have actually put this first one or this next one at the top. But this next one is get some wisdom. Please get some wisdom because we can make some really crazy mistakes when it comes to uh, being working on a relationship with someone or meeting people, meeting guys and, and everything. And so we tend to get our emotions involved in the pro in, in the whole process and everything. And a lot of times our emotions will, will get us in trouble and so it it behooves us to get wisdom and God gives us unlimited wisdom according to James chapter 1 verse 5 which says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask and uh let him ask who gives generously to all without reproach with no problem Without any hesitation, he will give you unlimited wisdom. And if you ask for it, he will definitely give it to you. It is guaranteed that he will give you wisdom. Give you wisdom on the guy that you just met. 
and you're really not sure about, give you wisdom on which direction uh, to go and just, I don't know, meeting people, just having, enjoying life, not looking for the one, but enjoying life and, and, and having fun with friends and family and things of that sort. Wisdom, wisdom and guidance for which direction to go on what to do, maybe even with your own life. If you don't have yourself together, how will you be prepared for the one that God wants to send you? The next thing you should do is trust God. Trust him with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, according to Proverbs 3 and 5. We tend tend to try to figure out stuff on our own. We try to... um, do whatever it is in our minds of like, okay, if I, if I pray this prayer, this specific prayer that he's going to send the one to it, it, the prayers are not like magical words that go up in the air and then God automatically responds to them. Prayer essentially is a conversation with God. And that's all that it should be is a constant conversation with God. And in your conversation and you believing for God to send the one to you, you have to trust him that he hears every single solitary prayer, every remembers every conversation that you've had with him. He knows all and he will definitely make sure that he will take care of the thing that you're so desiring. So trust and believe that it will work out for you at its appointed time. And the final thing that you really, really need to remember on this week of Valentine's week and on Friday is that God loves you. He loves you unconditionally. He said he would never leave you nor forsake you. And know that you are not alone. As a single woman, or even if you're a single mother with children, that, you know, it's it's hard for you to be able to, to date because you got some guys that are like not into kids and things of that sort. But wait, but wait, because God is going to send the one who will not only love you unconditionally, but he will love your children as well. In the meantime, wait, wait for God to send the one and get to know God on a one-on-one basis. He loves you and you are not alone. First John chapter four, verse six says, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. So I leave this word with you. Be encouraged. You are not alone. Valentine's Day, you can celebrate it as a single woman, as a single mother. I, for the first year, first time in 18 years, I will be celebrating Valentine's Day by myself. Not that I will be alone, but that I will not have my husband with me because he 
as I mentioned um, last uh, earlier part of the year that he passed away in November of 2019. This is a different experience for me, but because I know what love is, what true love is, and my husband loved me unconditionally and showed and demonstrated what true love is, I'm good. Now, it's not to say that I don't miss him. I miss him truly, truly, truly. I miss him. I do. But I am content in the state that I'm in right now because I have truly experienced what love is all about. And trust me, ladies, queens, when I say this, God will send the right one to you. I want to thank you guys for tuning into the midweek motivation today. I hope that what I said helped you. If it has, leave me a comment. Subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, as well as uh, uh, Apple Podcast. Leave a comment. We can also continue this conversation on Wove Inspiration on Facebook Twitter, and Instagram. I am your host, Althea Richardson. You guys enjoy your Valentine's Day. Love on your family, love on your friends, and love God. You take care and God bless. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Wove Inspirations, the midweek motivation. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, why not subscribe and continue listening to some of my other shows on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. Go ahead and leave a comment as well. If you are interested in being a guest on this show, please send me an email at woveinspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea, your host. I hope you guys have an awesome evening. You guys take care and God bless.